Hey, welcome back to the Learning Leadership Podcast. My name is Zach, and today we're talking about leadership, particularly the teachers and supervisors that I've had, and the the kind of supportive, directive, participative, and achievement-oriented leadership style that they've applied in the path goal theory, and uh, how I found it most uh, effective and why. And so when I think about uh, the path goal theory of leadership, basically it's like a a toolbox of contingencies that leaders can use on a case-by-case basis to apply motivation to their subordinates. And um, it's a really uh, neat tool because there's really no... perfect method of leadership. It's it's contingency based. It's based on the situation at hand. Uh, I remember one question that I was preparing for when I was becoming, uh, an air, uh, being, be, becoming a person who was a candidate for becoming selected as an Air Force pilot. And one of the questions they asked was, what makes a great leader? And uh, when I went to the interview and I got selected, uh, the answer that I gave was, well, I think a good leader is a person who understands the type of leadership strategy to employ in any given situation to get the right outcome. And that's what I still believe. And uh, I've since gone on to commission as a second lieutenant. I'm a major in the military now. And uh, the path goal theory of leadership is a really important um, uh, leadership uh, toolbox. And applying it to my, my personal life, I'm going to start with the beginning of my career. And so um, the supportive style, I think, is the first one that I came across uh, when I met my my mentor. And so growing up, um, for me, I was in scouts and I became an Eagle Scout. And at the age of 12, I met my mentor. My mentor was um, an Eagle Scout. He was, you know, my scout master. I um, really looked up to this guy. He was an Air Force pilot, an Air Force Academy graduate, flew for one of the major airlines. And um, he was my scoutmaster, he helped develop my leadership style even back then when I was just a, a young kid. And um, he was able to support and encourage me. You know, as a young man, I was, you know, lacking uh, in self-confidence and well-being like a lot of young uh, people. And he was able to give me that self-confidence. That's what good mentors do. They su- use a supportive leadership style to extend forth their confidence and well-being to help bring someone up so that they can stand on their own two feet. And he certainly did that for me. And so he helped me increase my confidence until a place I, until I got to a place where I could do that myself. And then secondly, uh, as I got on this path to become the person that I wanted to be, uh, I get into a directive uh, leadership style. And that's the kind that I received uh, from him. Uh, you know, he happened to be a, uh, a pilot in the squadron that I went to. And this man, uh, he was able to help me learn my job. And when I'm learning how to become a pilot, I had someone who was directly giving me, okay, do A, get result B. And it's a little bit more firm, uh, kind of, uh, you know, task-oriented way of uh, clarifying the job. You know, the job is is pretty ambiguous. Like, how do I fly this, you know, massive aircraft? Well, you know, he's irresponsible for the planning and the scheduling and you know, getting all the materials and the checklist and the procedures in the right order and the training to coincide with the path to get me to be able to operate an aircraft. And so that directive leadership style was really important to be able to kind of get out of the supportive role and then go, hey, this is how you do your job. And then alongside that, um, after I'm able to do my job to be you know, a good Air Force pilot, um, I'm learning how to become a leader myself. And that's because, you know, the fundamentals of flying the airplane are no longer as difficult as they once seemed. I'm learning now, I'm a co-pilot, and now I want, um, you know, I want all the things that, you know, 
attracted me to becoming, you know, his protege, to having a mentor like that. I wanted to have the life that he had. I wanted to be an aircraft commander. I wanted to be an airline pilot someday. How do I get from, okay, I can fly in this aircraft in the right seat. How do I get to the left seat? And, you know, he was able to set and uh, set goals and help me go, okay, you need to do, you're at step A and we already get you to step Z. And in between, you're gonna have to do all these different things. And he laid this path out for me when I was a young man, when I was 16, after I just became Eagle Scout. He, I asked him, how do I have your life? And he said, okay, you're gonna to need to graduate high school, go to college, get a degree in aviation. That's why I chose Southeastern. And uh, you know, become a flight instructor for your university, compete for a pilot slot, um, go get commissioned as a second lieutenant, go to Air Force pilot training, become a, uh, a pilot in the Air Force, you know, deploy a couple of times, upgrade aircraft commander, uh, deploy some more, get some hours, get hired by the airlines. And that was the achievement or leadership style that he was motivating for me to be able to clarify my, my path by making the reward becoming, hey, we're doing this, but we're doing this because it ultimately leads to a higher goal for me, which was to become an airline pilot. And then the participative leadership style. This is actually something that I'm actually currently uh, going through. And uh, I, it stems actually from an incorrect reward system. What? How do you motivate people when you can't really increase the reward? For instance, uh, I'm an aircraft commander and uh, I just got furloughed from my airline. And so now I'm just a full-time Air Force pilot again. And it's something I haven't done full-time for three years. You know, I've just been doing it part-time. And I'm trying to put goals in front of me to help motivate me to want to do a continued better job. That's the achievement oriented leadership style. And the incorrect reward is there because I don't, as a, as a military pilot, I don't get paid anymore if I'm a co-pilot or if, or if I'm an aircraft commander or if I'm a, an instructor pilot. But for me, the reward is I want to be, you know, a very good aviator. I want to be someone who is master of their craft. And so the incorrect reward is, well, I can't you know, do this for increased pay, which would be nice, but it's helping me change to get the reward of, well, I want to be an instructor. And why do I want to be an instructor? I want to be an instructor because it makes me a better person and it adds value to the organization. And it helps kind of me, helps me repeat the loop of becoming a person who is a supportive leader to others, who helps direct people, who helps get them on the path to higher achievement by using the achievement-oriented leadership and ultimately getting them to a place where they can be in that participative leadership style when they become an instructor. And so the last part of this question is, what style do you find most effective? And I'd say the most effective one, at least in my case, has been the achievement-oriented leadership style. And just from my personal experience growing up as a young man in scouts, you know, seeing someone who was just a really attractive example of what I could be. Um, it motivated me to, be, to reach out and go, how do I get your life? How, what do I need to do? I see that it's in my reach. It's gonna be a pretty long thing to reach for, but I think it's doable. How do I get there? And I really believe um, you know, that success leaves clues, that you know, I can find someone who has the results that I want, do the same things, get the same results and speed up time. And that's the achievement oriented leadership style. And that's the way I like to learn from. And that's where I like to, you know, to lead others with. And the interesting thing about achievement oriented leadership style is, you know, just bringing it back to uh, my mentor is my mentor is now my peer, uh, oddly enough. And when we get to the place where that happens, that's when you've got to find a, uh, another mentor who gets, who's going to motivate you and set you up for success on another achievement oriented leadership style 
um, track to get you to your next goal. And so these are all just various parts of the path goal theory of leadership. These are trick, they're not really tricks, these are useful tools and contingency based ways of helping a follower be motivated to higher achievement and uh, improving themselves and ultimately becoming leaders themselves.